0: and leaving a review there. Um, Reviews help us get out there, help folks who might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, Just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, And also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, Word of mouth is such a powerful tool still and even digital age. On to today's episode, man. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to In Bed by Nine. Uh I am Jeremy. Um normally that'd be the part where we say uh Diabolic and he would be doing the intro, but we have a little bit of switch up today. Uh Mr. Diabolic is an international man of mystery. He is out and about on vacation with the family uh out of the country. So I will uh leave that surprise to him to to share when he gets back. But um we have a very special co-host in the building today we have um turf um you may have actually listened to an episode she was on the podcast a while ago but um we want to welcome her back this time as a host so welcome in turf hey
1: how's it going i don't know hey. on the other side of things now this is exciting
0: i know it's like a big promotion i don't even know but um yeah um but uh no everything's going well um just want to thank you for uh for you know hopping into the co host seat today and uh like we were talking, filling those very large shoes of diabolics so he'll understand. But <laughs> and, um, why don't you uh don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you for those of you that may maybe not have caught your episode? Yeah, uh, as Jeremy said, my name is
1: Turfindiel or Turf or T. Uh, by day, I'm a veterinary technician. By night, I am a newbie DM and a Twitch content creator. Uh, when I'm not on the computer or at work, which is never, I can be found with the love of my life, a 13-year-old cocker spaniel named Cinnamon, or uh, traveling somewhere in the continental U.S.
0: Exciting. So, Exciting stuff. Yeah. So um, real quick, um, tell them uh, what kind of games do you uh, you stream?
1: I am usually a, a JRPG streamer or a Dead by Daily streamer. Uh, I also have my own actual play podcast uh, for Dungeons and Dragons called Misadventuring. Mm. I do
0: that as well. I like it. Yeah. Um, well, this is the part where we normally ask Diabolic, how's your weekend? But uh, Turf, how was your weekend? <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, we can ask about. I don't know if he's going to answer. What really yeah, it,
0: it, he, may, but, he may not get an answer for a couple of episodes. <laughs> I won't make you wait.
1: But it was good. Uh, spent on my computer, shockingly, uh, recording and learning a new system with a new new TTRPG group as a player, and some streaming and ketchuping uh, on ketchuping catching up <laughs> on ketchuping.
0: Oh, that mustard have been a tell good the one. the
1: that. Mustard, <laughs> oh, mustard, oh,
0: yes. I'll bring uh, in my bad ones. Don't worry.
1: I want some work for, for Vovin, which brings us to kind of another interesting point, because after that podcast, the three of us kind of stayed in contact, and now we're both with all of them, so that's been kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna
0: say it, it it turned out to be a really, really small world. I thought, you know, opening up the whole worldwide internet webs would be uh would mean that. But yeah, we uh, all ended up in the same uh um esports org, <laughs> even though I know certain people don't want to hear that esports, that's the only word I can think of at the moment. So that's what I'm going with. But yeah, we all ended up in Voven. So um definitely had the uh you know, the fortunate uh luck to continue to uh you know get to know you work with you and everything so that's been a pleasure but I did want to ask uh you mentioned uh you know d a couple of minutes ago and uh I kind of want to dig in on that a little bit um what got you into d d uh
1: that would be and as much as I hate to giving him credit uh <laughs> my best of friends for the last 30 years now ex-husband um, they invited me over one day and my very first ever even before my half elf rogue, which has become my persona of everything, interfindial uh character was a paladin. And uh after I played that that paladin class, I never went back to that class ever. <laughs> that was the first and only time you'll ever see me as a paladin.
0: <laughs> Don't do cool.
1: well with healers.
0: <laughs> are you are you a more of a get in there and a, and attack or I could see myself if as my character, if I did that, I would definitely be a tank or some type of class that that was that. So I don't know, hit point wise, if that would put me in a, the realm. So yes and no. So
1: yes and no. There are definitely tanky characters. Um, if you want a tanky character, I would go with the barbarian, who if that's literally what it is, it's a tank. Um, you have usually the most hit points you have a thing called rage, which makes you even stronger and gives you like extra strength on your attack. Um, And you're usually the first one thrown into combat. Yeah.
0: All right, I can do Um, that. I could generate the rage. No. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, But I am more, so I I take both routes. I I mentioned the half elf rogue, um, which is a lot of sneak and stealth, which is very weird because I don't do sneak and stealth in video games. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually the complete opposite for me um, and I'm just like I don't need to block or dodge or do anything let me just go uh, and I'm like wait a minute let me see if I can jump into this tree and fire this arrow so that I get this sneak attack damage and then I also get this damage um, yeah so I'm more of kind of a sneak
0: Ha! Huh, that's crazy because yeah I'm um I typically in any of my persona, and I would probably fall into the class of a barbarian, um, if I uh, you know had a character in D and D. But um, yeah, my mine typically I'm pretty much a straightforward, maybe not like all the time running out ahead of the horde, but um, that yeah, I don't think I would be a sneak person, you know, in one thing. But that's pretty interesting. Um, So you not only play, but you also dm right
1: <laughs> let's use dm loosely loosely here <laughs> um yes i am learning to dm um i am uh, very very what is it gray i guess as far as like new what's that color to an extreme gray usually green gray? green there it, there it is
0: you're really great maybe before the green so you're not even there right. yet
1: <laughs> right um very new dm Uh, but you know my players seem to like the story that i haven't run through um and i'm enjoying having a blast making them run through it and figuring out the ins and outs of being a dm with them
0: so is it you uh, how far ahead do you stay in your story are you is it like a you're you write for like the next week or are you like are you planning out ahead like are you getting that groove yet or (laughs)
1: so here's the thing about being a dungeon master you can play all you want when you get four or five people sitting down at a table or behind a computer it'll go out the window in a matter of seconds um normally i'm i'm a very big planner so i plan for like my encounters my story um I, I have the improv, like, improvisation that I've had to do has been uh, probably ninety percent of my written story, and um, I actually only have ten percent of like the actual story that I'm following at this point. <laughs> so I have my end goal, and they're still following the end goal, and that's basically about it. So,
0: with that. So- so yeah. how how I was gonna say so when you when you approach the writing now do you um do you go into as much depth like of what you would like to happen or do you just kind of like bullet point knowing that things are gonna go sideways or in or in a completely different direction? Nope, I still write as much as I did, but uh, again,
1: that's me, and at least because. I like to have structure, okay? I, if it goes off the str- off the rails, again, 90% it does, great. But at least I have structure. Um, so I still write as much as I, I, I did, but I have now done, like, in parentheses, stopped here in my notes so that I know a oh, great next session. We're at least going to start here so that when we start, I know where we're at, and then the group can go off and do Whatever they feel like doing, uh,
0: for, forced uh, course correction. <laughs> like we are, gonna, I spent hours writing this. We are going to follow it for at least five minutes. So. Give me
1: like a minute, guys. That's all I want. Like go to this, go to this general store. Like I, I told you. Well, that brings up a funny thing because I wrote. Um, it was my first time writing a dungeon, and I was like, yeah, I love my encounters, and they're going to like go and around to every room, and I have special things for them, and really great bosses, and they did go around to every room. Um, and then they went to this room that I had nothing planned, and that literally just had a hole in the middle of it, and they were like, can I jump down the hole? And I'm like, no, I mean, you can, but you're probably going to die and uh, they're like okay great i throw a candle down it and i'm like okay so you watch as the candle falls down the hole and it eventually flickers out and dies okay so i scream like they spent 20 minutes on this hole and i'm like oh my god it's just a hole guys it's i <laughs> promise you it's just a hole like
0: you're literally promise. six words ahead of them. <laughs> your, whole, your whole story's been jacked up. Yeah, I can see that. Just take your script and throw it in the air behind <laughs> right. you, and, and keep going. All right, great. What do, what do you want with your hole? I can already see it.
1: Um, and then they walked in the middle room that lead up to, leads up to our boss, and uh, they're like, "I sneakily walk in the room," and I'm like, "All right, give me a stealth check," and they're like. Uh, I probably didn't sneak. It's a five. And I'm like, nope, you sneak. There's, there's, and they're like, uh, I'm, I'm going to make a perception check to look around the room. I said, okay, make a, perce- there's nothing in this room that is going to attack you. Will you just walk in the room? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Slowly peeking around the corner. I like it.
1: I specifically <sighs> made it as bright as I possibly could as well. I literally was like, it's probably the brightest room there are torches aligned every like inch inch and a half apart you can see the stairs in front of you like they could see there was nothing in this room (laughs) there was no shadows nothing no pillars nothing 20 minutes
0: so your group in particular sounds like they expect to ring every single detail out of you every single footstep they take
1: oh yeah it has been a ride.
0: <laughs> oh man uh, you better I, I would bring these people some cookies and stuff before you get started maybe get them uh <laughs> maybe get them on your side yeah. <laughs> but um so what is something as a new dm like, what are, like, if, like, say I walked in and I wanted to be a DM, based on your experience, I know you're still new, what is, what are some things I should do or some things that you would be like, ah, I don't think I would do that if I were you as a DM?
1: Uh First and foremost, I would, and I know it's hard, I still do it um to this day, I will forever do it. Do not compare yourself to people like Matt Mercer and Brennan Mulligan. Um, they are GMs for Critical Role in Dimension 20. Uh, Matt Mercer is a professional voice actor. Um, he's been doing it for years. Um, don't do it. It's a rabbit hole and you will struggle to get out of it. And you will never think you're good enough when you are. <laughs> like, uh. Don't do it. Okay, yeah, uh, I could yes.
0: see that being an issue. Um, I think the only thing like I would have on my side would, for that would be like I don't, I would, I'm sure because I do like research and stuff. I would figure out who the good ones are, and then I would probably fall into that trap of like, oh, I got to do this. My story has to be this good. I have to like you said, voice people or do things this good. But um, yeah, I, I uh. Yeah, that might, that might be something I would I would definitely have to be caution myself on so I don't do that because yeah I would be like yeah you guys don't want to do my story story
1: oh plenty of so. times absolutely um I did a mini campaign before this one that was like an episode of like four or five um where I I did I based it off of the the mode of some of Matt Mercer's characters in his world of Alexandria um. But it's what I knew, so kind of brings me to my next point as well. Um, but I was like, I played the NPC Percival Drollo, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not as good as as Tales and Jaff. <laughs> and, and I'm not as good. This story is awful. I can't tell talk about Whitestone like Matt talks about Whitestone. Of course I can't. Like they're not my creation. Like yeah. Tales and Jack plays Percival, and again, their voice that like. I can't compare to that. So, like, but I,
0: it makes sense though, because I mean if you don't have your own creation, I mean like you said I mean, you could imitate, but like you're like you I, I don't know if it's like have you gone in like made so you I'm sure now you've gone and you kind of designed your own world type of a thing. Have you done that or Oh yes, which brings me
1: to my next point. Awesome. Don't homebrew your first campaign. It's awful. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but sitting here, I spend more time figuring out the ins and outs of towns and of worlds and of like creatures in the town than I do making my story. <laughs> um, God. And again, I love it. But like, Then my players don't use it. Like they're like, we're gonna go to the inn and rest. And I'm like, but there's this really cool shopkeep over here that I've really you should really go speak to him.
0: This half orc has a great backstory (laughs) I spent 45 (laughs) minutes working on. Please go buy a new sword.
1: Right. Right. Um, yeah. it's, and it's much easier to get used to to be in a DM and, and knowing the rules and getting used to the rules if you follow a module like either you know, Curse of Strahd or Dragon Heist. There's so much out there that just put together playbooks <laughs> so okay. much easier.
0: And then you yeah. just kind of operate within them basically? Yeah, yep. yeah. You can treat me like a noob. I mean, there's things like I can, I, I, I understand as soon as you start talking about them, but some of it, yeah. I mean, if I were to be dropped in the middle of it, I'd be like, oh. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Now, does your um, are you gonna keep like how long does a DM keep the same you know world or you know set of towns areas that they use?
1: depends on the dm um i just started so i have a, a a literal whole world that my players can explore um they're they're only in like one little corner of it as of right now um i actually i'm a really bad y'all y'all will be able to see it jeremy will be able to see it but y'all will be able oh, see i'll it. describe um, it i'm
0: excited i like this kind of stuff
1: so it's it's literally like a crappy map drawn out
0: She's actually got a really good, kind of reminds me of like a Lord of the Rings map. I kind of like that. When I used to read through all the books, uh, seeing all the maps with the mountains and the the compass, that's perfect. See, that is something I would do. I would probably spend way too much trying to be a cartographer and and drawing up this fabulous map and then realize it. Maybe, like, I have story for two towns that I hadn't expected people to somehow take me over to the rest, so I, I could see that being a weakness, but that's that's pretty cool. She she drew, I mean, it's colored and everything, so a lot of detail, obviously, went it's, into it's it. It's not as awesome
1: as he's saying. It, it is! Not as awesome. Dang
0: it, it is. It's <laughs> impressive. You put, you put effort into it, so that, that's, that always gets a lot of respect, so. um, So... Do, as you recruit players and stuff like that, like I said, I'm sure these questions, if there are people that are listening that are already D&D players, I definitely sound like a rookie. But um, now, do you guys He's come together, player. the players, and decide um who, like, do they set any rules or have any input into it? Or do you ask them, hey, do you guys like doing this? Or do you just kind of go by it? What you want to do, and that's it.
1: So we had uh, we had what's called session zero. It's a space session um, where that I told them, this is the basis of my world. This is the basis of be doing without giving anyway major plot points Um, you know keep them a secret yeah um, where you, where does your character you think your character is in the world like uh doesn't understand human emotion and he's relearning that um and he just found out that he actually was sent to the ne- necromancer words to be uh, okay and they they've been really, really great because they and, and uh, are like oh, can I do this with my character and this with my character and I'm like sure you <laughs> know that sounds fantastic you can do whatever you want I'll type it in there somehow. It's um, awesome. But Session Zero, like I said, puts you and your players on the same page as kind of what to expect and what you want. Um, and even to get to know boundaries with you as a player and, and the DM. So okay. boundaries are also also very, very well and important.
0: What, um yeah, I was just like, going to that a little bit. I didn't, I didn't, that was something I didn't even know really existed. Cause, I mean, I'm just thinking game, but is it like just certain, like just, Go ahead, explain it. I'm not even gonna, I don't want to speculate. I'll ruin it, I'm sure.
1: As far as like boundaries and stuff? Yeah. Are you just like what characters,
0: like just boundaries in general, like character, like just kind of like what characters will and won't do, like within the world? Are you talking like language, like no cussing, that kind of thing? I guess maybe that's what I'm trying to say.
1: Um so I and, and through other Um I just kinda asked my well together for a um DM that has started from their group. Our main DM kind of runs the show and, and I say run the show, but um it's how I fell into that group. But I'm learning that like it's a, a consent form. So basically it's just like I am okay with you know gore gore and blood okay. and, that makes sense um, spiders and you know f- like touch on fears and such and um
0: okay see i wouldn't that's something I wouldn't even working. i wouldn't even thought of so that that's good to know um I guess so how about this um like newer like just a new player in general not even a new dm of uh, someone that wants to get into it um how would you suggest they go about either I, i'm sure a lot of people probably don't have communities right by them that you know that play or whatever so how would you maybe like it's for someone to go in find a community or a group to to you know play with
1: um well actually luckily i mean do i like the in group play better yes i do i love it because you can feed off of the energy directly from the other players um but i mean just 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 find one (laughs) just um or even twitter uh that you can find people dming and people needing a group um and, and just, uh, just take that leap message them be like okay. hey i see you're a dm or do you have a group you know so okay i do realize I, I my do <laughs> my, que-
0: my question didn't age well in my mind my buddy used to do uh live action D type of uh role playing and they actually would meet in person and this was many years ago i didn't even think about twitter so so that question can't be stricken from the record in case anybody's sitting there going why would he ask a stupid question just type in dod and go but i really wasn't thinking about it with a technology aspect so um
1: i mean again i would much rather play an in-person session because you can feed off of the players um and the energies. but yeah we are we are in the time of of computers and and discord and twitter or excuse me x now like, yeah
0: it's twitter in case elon's <laughs> listening i'm probably going to get banned but i'm not going to worry about that too much um what um what are some other uh what are some other like key or uh important things for you know whether it's a new dm a new dm or a new player in general what are some other you know points of interest that you think they should know about, or, or just things that you like. I mean, good experiences you've had in the the game, favorite stories you've made as a DM, whatever. That's kind of a kind of an open thing. I'm just kind of want to hear about some of your experiences and stuff too. So,
1: um, I know as a DM myself, I literally take inspiration from from everywhere, uh, movies, other dungeon masters songs um my own forever dungeon master uh sora i take some of his stuff and uh i mean real life stuff that i i have one of this is gonna sound really mean um it's just meant to be one of my friends (laughs) one of my ex friends um down the road for my players uh named atracite so uh yeah to get the falling out wasn't great unfortunately but i guess in the long run it gave me inspiration for my own story so uh, a <laughs> good thing it came from a bad thing um hey, you gotta make but,
0: lemonade somehow you
1: know uh i have a ton of my own parody song of hey there delilah um there is a when i was playing percival de rollo the npc um two of the two of his main like i need to unalive these people were oh. silas and delilah Bri- delilah briarwood um so i made a whole song off of hey there delilah oh that's um, cool yeah <laughs> Uh, now my my group won't let me live it down, and every time I hear either Delilah, oh, I don't no. sing it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, um, and just if you're having fun, and if your players are having fun, and you're escaping the world today, because that's a whole different podcast, but it's it's a yeah. bomb and a half some days
0: yeah it's a downer Um, at times so it's you know (laughs) (laughs) so what now like what do you do have you had a story where um you can kind of see like they're not like it's not going like they don't seem as excited as you were when you made it or how do you like adjust to that on the fly Or if you haven't had that, that's a good thing too. Uh, I uh,
1: so I'm very critical of my owners that do tell me that they're having a great time. Um, whether or not they're lying to me or not is a different story. But I'm very critical of my work, and and I'm like. It, again, it goes back to comparing myself. I compare myself to Sora, and who's been doing it for longer than I am, and everyone's like, Roll of the Moons is great! We love Roll of the Moons! Can we play Roll of the Moons? And I'm like, so but what about misadventuring? Like, Do you guys uh, not, do you guys have like, my story? Like, I, I thought you were having fun. But um, but then, the same turn, uh, one of my players, Futaba, who plays a Seder wizard, will come to me and be like, can we do this with Joker and I want can we write him a letter or um Shadow will come to me and he'll be like can we expand Lamira's story and can we do um where in the, under- the underdark she found Shadow and like so you know <laughs> it's it's a mental struggle <laughs> um but again as long as your players are having fun um that's all that matters and you're having fun that's all that matters awesome so, luckily, I, ha- I haven't had, I don't think, really to adjust to my players not having fun. I don't think. Again, unless they're lying to me, which is
0: completely absolutely po- possible. possible. Such good friends. <laughs> it's, totally it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> uh, that's good. No, um, so, well, no, that's, I mean... Yeah, that's that's good. I kind of like that. I like the whole flexibility of this, just the direction the story can go in. Because you just kind of kind of brought up some of them, like, hey, can we go in deeper with this character, or, or try, you know, that out? I, uh, I would probably be like, uh, I would just be so. I, I'm sure this you get better as you do it more often on the fly, but um, I would be so worried about. Like what I create on the spot being bad. Like, yeah, we can get into this and then I'd be like, uh I don't have any I don't have any things what what I'm thinking of myself while I'm trying to desperately expand on a character story or, or do something different in the adventure. So <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, Um, there was sheer panic in my very first ever session. Oh no! Um, Because I had written again, you again. Like I said, I am a very write out all of my towns, all of my NPCs, all of my shops, everything. Why they are in that town? Where they need to go specifically in that town? Everything about it. (laughs) So I'm like, this is great. I this is going to be so much fun. I'm so prepared for this, and I have everything. And then one of my players goes, uh, actually, Sora, who plays. Our Warforged, Seraph 7. Um, god, love him. Uh, <laughs> is there a blacksmith dealer in this town? And I freeze. And I'm thinking in my head, oh my god, this is the only NPC <laughs> I don't have. What in the heck am I supposed to do right now? I <sighs> First time ever. First time ever really DMing a full campaign, and I'm like, Ah, uh, yeah, sure there is. And he's like <laughs> thinking that maybe I have some time. And he goes, "All right, great." I go to the black or I go to the to the black powder dealer. And I'm thinking, "Oh God,
0: what does he sell? What's <laughs> his name?"
1: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm like, oh God! I I uh... and he's like, <sighs> I on the door, and I'm like.
0: <laughs> At lunch, so
1: I panicked, and then you know, right <laughs> in <a> moment of <laughs> panic. From God bless him, took something off of Matt Mercer, and I was like, Voltorn and it, that was a thing. And I was like, Yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but sheer. it was it was sheer panic, and it was definitely this entire character is, is Matt Mercer's blacksmith dealer, but. <laughs> tell anyone that i, I, I checked, that's I'm just, funny. Like, so just in case <laughs> you're listening you
0: you now know who to uh to, to yeah blame at uh that's funny yeah that would be i could see that happening to me It'd be like yeah whether it's a character or, or hey where's their building you know, where's their shop at oh uh, i spent like an hour making this city and i don't even know so um you're gonna have to, to you have to go look but um yeah, I could. Um. Yeah, I I could I could have some sympathy for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um. So as you do it more, does that happen? Is has it gotten better? Like we don't get stumped nearly as much now, or no? Or are you, are, you, are you just better? Ba- are you better on your feet? Are <laughs> you, you just get you just get you just get good at the chaos, basically, or?
1: It never gets better, ever. ever.
0: Oh, that's such um. an optimistic outlook. I <laughs> know, oh, but no, I mean that's. I mean, it sound It just, yeah, it does sound like it's always going to be. A, you're always going to be learning something in that role. I mean, whether you've been doing it for five months or five years. So, I mean, just but
1: yeah, because then you have players like me, who in my first campaign, well, was it first? Was it, I don't remember. Um, was definitely during the half elf rogue, uh, run. <laughs> um had an experienced dm and i go okay i'm going to you know go jump around in the trees and he's like that's cool you're a rogue go jump around in the trees and then the caravan got stopped and i'm still in the trees so i'm like all right well um just go with me on this i'm going to jump down from the tree and land on the horse standing and then while i'm jumping from the tree and landing on the horse I'm going to shoot my bow and arrow at this orc and get my sneak attack and do something really, really cool. And he goes, turf, you're going to freak the horse out. That's not how horses work. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so what am I rolling? And he's like, um, animal handling, I guess, maybe. Sure. <laughs>
0: Just so. the, the yeah. stat you always. <laughs> I've always leveled that one up.
1: So. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh man, you probably that was probably like the only character that I'm sure that's probably the only time he's ever encountered that.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. So. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh boy. So what else uh, could you tell? You know, whether it's somebody new or just anything about D and D that that you think the audience should know or. Would get a laugh at or whatever.
1: Um, I mean I basically touched on it this entire time, but just just don't stress. Again, hard to do. I do it every on a daily basis <laughs> with my group. But uh <laughs> don't do it. You're not gonna know every rule. And again, as long as your players are having fun and you're having fun, that's all that matters. Um I have played for ten plus years and I I still don't I, I don't know every rule of every spell. Um, granted because I've never had to really look them up until becoming a DM, but
0: uh Basically she didn't care. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I was a half-elf rogue who never had magic. Yeah, so I was saying, you I know an arrow, a dagger,
0: and a sword, damn it. Right. I, I, like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I would be I would be the same way as my characters would not use magic so i would be now now this is a dumb question how many like is it probably you don't have to give me a specific number because i'm sure there's not an exact how many spells are there or can people make up i mean could there just be an infinite amount depending on whatever someone comes up with a spell for the occasion
1: i have no idea
0: yeah, because you could have <laughs> cast you could have cast a spell for horse calming or something. <laughs> it was a special elf magic that did. You know. Um.
1: Well. So they kind of, sort of have a spell, I guess that would work like that. Um. but I would still have to. I guess I would have to like whisper to the horse. It's called speak with animals.
0: Okay, so then you so, could um, obviously tell him, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." Okay, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. So I, I guess like I it. guess in that situation it would be speak with animals or okay. control monster, maybe.
0: I like Horses aren't monsters. You're so Listen to you, Peta is going to be all over you. Stop it, Peta! If you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. You're but,
1: getting banned anyway. It's I fine. know.
0: I'm already. <laughs> I'm already screwed by Elon. So he's gonna. He's gonna shadow ban me or probably, he'll probably just ban me.
1: And look, peta so. has gotta take second because Matt Mercer already knows that I jacked his uh blacksmith dealer for my own campaign. So he's definitely gonna come after me and sue me first.
0: You better get a good lawyer, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, say. right. So. so you know. <laughs> but um okay, well I think that's a that's a uh that'll be a good spot before we get you into more legal trouble in the D and D front. <laughs> I was gonna shift gears. Uh, well um I see uh TwitchCon is coming up here in a couple weeks on the 20th if i'm not mistaken 20th or the 22nd and it's going to be in the uh in Las Vegas, right? If i'm not mistaken. Yeah, but um i know there's not a a whole lot to talk about the, the people that are listening here that probably stream on Twitch probably already know what TwitchCon is. The uh kick people probably aren't gonna go (laughs) um i don't know if we're (laughs) but um for those that don't know what it is i just thought i'd throw that out there real quick but um you know it's kind of a weekend where they've got everything all encompassing on twitch going on um people go there there's you know you can meet up with communities is a popular thing um, I know there's a lot of events around, you know, the the country and internationally as well, where, you know, it's not even just, you know, TwitchCon, but there's you know, gaming conventions, anime conventions, everything. But this is the uh, the Twitch one, and being that we do a lot of interviews with Twitch content creators, I thought I would throw that one out there. And uh, Diabolic probably would kick me for not throwing something out there news related wise, but. Um, what are your thoughts on? Are you going to go to TwitchCon, or have you been
1: Nevada? Who doesn't want to go to Las Vegas, Nevada?
0: Exactly.
1: I've never been to Las. Like I've never been there. It's definitely on the bucket list.
0: Oh, um, you definitely need to go there. I've yeah, been there, not for TwitchCon, but yeah, Vegas is definitely a good place to go.
1: Um, I unfortunately won't be attending TwitchCon, but I that is is on the list for sure. Um, even as a small streamer, the the networking opportunities and to even you know to see some of the people that that i look up to on twitch um because i will say that if you have the means go visit your twitch friends um i got to do it twice now once last year and once this past year and it was um i spent a week down in florida and it was it was a a life-changing experience for me like it was it was great and i met um my actually my D and D group this past summer, Um and it it was like words I can't explain. Like
0: I was gonna try. <laughs> I was, you, you, damn it! You tried to shut down my next question. I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna ask you like what was the the difference of it just being in person? Because I mean I'm sure you guys talk in Discord. You guys see what each other look like, everything like that. But just being you know in close proximity, it was probably. You know, just really cool. Being able to do not even, you know, D&D related stuff, because it's not like you guys went down there and that's all you did was be in your D&D characters. But I mean, going out to lunch, going out to dinner, I think it I think it is something people should do. I've never had the opportunity to to do that. But yeah, there's people that I would. uh, Do you literally have the same? You don't not have the same one I do. Please don't tell me.
1: No, it's once upon
0: a time. Oh good. I well, I just saw the green and I wasn't and you That's moving cool. it. And I'm like well, I think Maybe I saw the back, but I was just seeing the green and the side. I'm like, you don't have the same cup I do, do you? But um just in case I know, shiny object, I, I went off topic. But um
1: Yeah, That's another one of my
0: obsessions, but you know Oh uh, good. Um but yeah, just uh being able to go and Meet those people because it's not like, like, again, I'm gonna probably date myself a little bit here, but you know, when all these, you know, when you used to have online friends other than people that you would talk to at high school and then you would go online and go to whatever ICQ, AOL, whatever, you know, AIM, whatever messengers people used back in the day. Not that I knew them or used them, but um, if I, you know, it's that, that it wasn't, it wasn't you know it wasn't the same like oh I, I have a friend over here but when you spend as much time and I know we talk about it because diabolic and I are the same way you know we met when he, I used when I was streaming and he we met through just my stream and and you know and we just we that's how we got to know each other and how we got to meet a, a good group of people that's how you know obviously our paths cross the same way but it's cool when you have those multiple points of contact like we've done with, you know, being involved in and uh you know, just getting to know each other more. But yeah, just that in person thing, that would be like a just a whole nother level. That would be really cool.
1: Yeah, and it was. Um I mean, and it was pretty cool. So me and 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 Maximus's character, we kind of <laughs> we kind of flip flopped roles and I play Alistair uh that is a male sorcerer bard and he plays luna who is a hellhound monk um that is female and um they got to finally they are now married um so it was kind of cool to like meet him be in person and like hang out with him and and he's the exact same that he is online um and uh, the rest of the group was like, You guys were so cute. And we were like, Well, I mean that's that's just how we are. Like we're <laughs> just there's a reason why Alistair and Luna are together. Like
0: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> what was the biggest uh I guess the biggest surprise or thing you weren't expecting when you when you met, because I'm sure you had you were like, I know you you were excited, I'm sure and everything, but I'm sure you're always a little you know nervous. Even even when I'm happy and excited, I'm still nervous whether they're people, they're not going to think I'm as fun in real life or or whatever it is. But what was the biggest surprise or or thing for you when you met you know either group?
1: Um. Uh, I was uh, I thought it was gonna be me, and I was like, no one's. I'm like you. No one's gonna like me. Um, but just the the. I mean, the, so t- to be honest, I thought that uh, that Luna was gonna be a lot shorter than what he was. Um, he was a lot <laughs> taller in real in real life. Um, and it was kind of cool because I got to meet Lamira as, as well. Um, and she hadn't even at that point. Actually, she still hasn't um, done a cam, a face cam reveal. Um, so oh, that was kind of wow. neat. And it was, you know, Lamira is a new Dungeons and Dragons player, and she started in misadventuring um, with me. So it was kind of cool because she's learning how to play, and I'm learning how to DM. Um, so that was kind of uh, special for the two of us. Cool. So
0: very awesome. Well, I think. That's bringing us pretty much, we're getting close there, but you know, to the end, but um, what, I mean, since we always do this with anybody we've got on, not named Diabolic or me, what is that one little, you know, nugget, you know, you would leave a new DM or a, or just a new player with, it doesn't have to be a DM, you know, about, you know, getting into Dungeons and Dragons or thinking about getting into Dungeons and Dragons. Just do
1: it um don't think you're invincible because you're not <laughs> as a player um, and uh, just do it try try different characters the i think i i, I love T'ravindil she is my persona um, but it wasn't until i found my sorcerer barden Alistair that i kind of had that love resparked so try new characters
0: I like that. I hadn't even thought about that. And that would be something I I would need to do. I would be guilty of, because I would, like I said, I I always go for somebody with a sword and a lot of hit points. So I probably need to shed my stereotype. Typical, successful character that I would do well and try try something. So, um, I did want to throw... (laughs) Okay. Say to see that there's the real advice and then I did want to throw one more thing out there since we're doing the lawsuit counter she now has added Nike to the lawsuit when she said just do it
1: oh no so we've got <laughs> oh, we've got
0: no. mr mercer we've got PETA. we've got nike so these are going to be some wide-ranging lawsuits so just in case oh, any no. of you are listening and i've added you know elon like i said i've offended people i've been banned by PETA, and uh i'm sure nike oh. will ban me in association with her so we're uh we're working up a lot of enemies this episode but we're having fun doing it so um oh, man. and i'm
1: gonna see matt mercer in like three days well, uh that's what he's gonna serve me the
0: I'll delay. I'll delay the podcast. Just coordinate. We'll, we'll coordinate with legal <laughs> after, and we'll, we'll figure it out. I I, 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 I want to be able to talk to you again before you know before you before your before that misery begins. But um, anyways, um, yeah, I was gonna say thanks. You know for you know coming on and and filling in for Diabolic and he you know, his big clown shoes. I won't name the size, but he's got big feet. I'm sure. Uh, I that sounded wrong, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go on, but yeah, um, thanks for coming on, turf. um, you have anything else you you wanna add before we sign off and before I can dig myself a bigger hole?
1: I don't think I can end it quite as graciously <laughs> as that right there.
0: Awesome, well, in that case, um, you know, leave us a review if you uh haven't had the chance yet. um, they really do help us. Uh, to get out there just meet new people. That's what it's all about. Um, you know, whether you listen to it on Apple or uh, I know a lot of people listen to it on uh, Podcast Addict on their phones, but uh, it really does help. It um, doesn't cost anybody anything and uh just takes a couple minutes of your time. Um, but anyways, that'll be it. Until next time, potatoes.
1: Come